Hello everyone, welcome to Fact Check It, a podcast where you get to ask questions and we get verified experts around the world to share the facts. My name is Ben McNeil and I'm your host. Today is our Metafact Review Edition. It's where we go much deeper to review a topic chosen by our members. So Metafact is 100% funded by our individual members and we thank all of them. If you'd like to become a member and support us while receiving exclusive member-only benefits, you can learn more at metafact.io slash memberships. In this week's review, we gathered more than 30 of the world's top researchers in fasting, cell biology, and endocrinology to share the facts about intermittent fasting. From its effectiveness for weight loss to whether it helps reduce chronic disease and promote longevity, this review gives you the latest science-backed intelligence you need to know. In 2013, actor Hugh Jackman needed a really ripped body to star in the blockbuster Hollywood film The Wolverine. A friend told him about a new diet called the 16-8 diet, where you eat nothing for 16 hours of the day, then eat whatever you want for the other eight. From about 10 in the morning until 6 p.m., I eat way too much and then nothing after that, Jackman said at the time. This eating schedule is a form of intermittent fasting. Since then, the Wolverine diet, as some people have called it, has spawned many variations, with some other notable celebrities experimenting with more extreme fasting regimes. Fasting has a new dimension, said Twitter co-founder Jack Dorsey earlier this year. For the past two years, I've only had dinner. The other thing I've been playing with recently is I won't have dinner on Friday. I won't have dinner or any meal on Saturday. And the first time I actually eat is on a Sunday evening, he said. Intermittent fasting fits neatly into the Silicon Valley culture of self-experimentation and, quote, biohacking, if you've heard that phrase. A large, loyal tribe of followers are A-B testing their eating habits in the pursuit of longevity and productivity. Fasting apps have popped up everywhere, making it easy for anyone to start intermittent fasting. Fueled by celebrity, intermittent fasting is creating a big buzz in dieting. From weight loss and cancer to living longer, there's no shortage of bloggers, products, and companies looking to exploit the hype. That's where Metafact comes in. We source the most trusted independent experts on intermittent fasting to help you separate the facts from the hype. So before you listen to celebrities or, or download a fasting app, take a few moments to learn what science says about intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting may have the appearance that it's just another short-term diet fad like so many others that have preceded it. But in fact, there is nothing new, novel or faddish about it at all. The first meal of every day, no matter what time it is eaten, is breaking the fast or breakfast. So you've been doing it all your life. Just to be clear though, fasting is not the same as starvation. Starvation is the involuntary absence of food, such as what happens during food scarcity and famine, while fasting is the voluntary withholding of food for spiritual health or other reasons. Tracing back thousands of years, we have the ancient tradition of religious fasting, which is common across all the world's major religions. The daily sunrise to sunset month of fasting of Ramadan is probably the most well-known example of this. 
So now we have the new trend of intermittent fasting, which is the practice of alternating periods of normal food intake with extended periods of time, usually 16 to 48 hours of low to no food intake. What has caused this explosion of interest in intermittent fasting can be traced back to a few defining moments in recent years. The first was the airing of Dr. Michael Mosley's documentary on the BBC called Eat Fast and Live Longer in August 2012. A peak at Google Trends actually shows a clear spike of interest in searches for intermittent fasting at this time, and the interest has only grown since then. Throw in some celebrity endorsements from Hollywood and Silicon Valley, and we're rapidly approaching peak fasting. Another explanation for the interest in intermittent fasting is the simplicity of it. Fasting bypasses all the debate about what nutrients and foods that should and should not be eaten, and instead it purely focuses on the length of time between eating. Fasting proponents are mostly agnostic about what foods are eaten during these feasting times. A book about fasting is a short read indeed. Then there's the myriad of ways it can be done, from 12-hour fasts and longer, alternate days of fasting or feasting, or days of very low calorie intake. Pick whatever works for you, it's that simple. So some sort of background needed for this particular review. How does intermittent fasting actually work? So we all need energy to survive, and our daily energy comes from food, of course. Every time we eat, the food gets broken down by our gut and enters our bloodstream, except for the indigestible fibrous foods. Carbohydrates like rice, pasta, bread get broken down into sugars that our cells use for energy. The excess not immediately used by our cells is either stored as glycogen in the liver or muscles, or stored as fat. But sugar can only enter our cells via insulin, a hormone produced in the pancreas. Insulin, therefore, controls sugar levels between our blood and fat cells. So without any new energy coming into your bloodstream from food during a so-called fast, insulin levels drop. And since cells need energy to survive, fat cells then release their stored sugar from glycogen for use as energy. This means fat will be the primary energy source after an extended period without food. So the basic premise about fasting is to ensure insulin levels drop for long enough that fat will be burnt off, not sugar. Okay, there's something called autophagy, and this relates to fasting too. Autophagy is the process that proponents of intermittent fasting claim as one big health benefit. Autophagy means essentially self-eating and is the process by which cells repair and recycle damaged cell components by literally eating them. In 2016, Japanese scientist Yoshinoro Asumi won the Nobel Prize for his discoveries into the mechanisms of autophagy for Parkinson's and dementia. Fasting, quote, induces autophagy, sending a message of famine or scarcity to your body, thereby forcing your cells to do some inner maintenance by catabolizing waste products and repairing themselves, writes Dr. Brenda Burgess from the University of Buffalo. By inducing autophagy, many claim that intermittent fasting provides anti-aging benefits that extend life and prevent chronic disease. Now we know the basics behind intermittent fasting. Let's dive in deeper with the experts to fact check the big questions you want to know. The consensus. Is intermittent fasting more effective for weight loss than other diets? 100% negative from five independent experts. With nearly 40% of people classified as overweight or obese, anything that can reduce the personal and social cost of obesity would be a huge 
benefit. So the first question we asked our experts was whether intermittent fasting was better for weight loss. Current evidence demonstrates that intermittent fasting is as effective as dieting every day for short-term weight loss, writes Dr. Leanne Harris, an obesity expert from the University of Glasgow. A recent study comparing how people regain weight after 12 months of dieting found no difference between traditional daily calorie-restrictive diets and an intermittent fasting regime. Both groups had regained similar amount of weight, writes Sharia Carter, a nutritionist from the University of South Australia. It's unanimous among the experts that intermittent fasting isn't superior to other forms of dieting. What about appetite itself, though? Can intermittent fasting help lower appetite? Fasting will actually increase appetite, writes Dr. Peter Rogers, an expert of the psychology of appetite from the University of Bristol. With an empty stomach, we are ready to eat and enjoy food again, i.e. we're hungry. However, people who fast intermittently can adapt to its effects. They learn to find distractions and other ways to manage their appetite, and they become less preoccupied with thoughts about eating, he says. The consensus. Is intermittent fasting difficult to maintain? Going anywhere between 16 to 48 hours without eating is strange given the three-meal-a-day habit we've been accustomed to as humans. Intermittent fasting is not for everyone, writes fasting expert Dr. Krista Varady from the University of Illinois in Chicago. Some people find the diet really easy, while others find it really hard, she says. Some people skip breakfast and avoid late night snacking, so by default they are already sort of intermittent fasting. This time-restricted feeding is the easiest form of intermittent fasting, say these experts. The other popular type of fasting is known as alternate day fasting. Alternate day fasting involves a 500-calorie fast day alternated with a feast day where you can eat whatever you want, writes Dr. Varaday. Alternate day fasting seems to produce greater weight loss than time-restricted feeding, but it's harder to stick to, she says. The science suggests intermittent fasting is difficult to maintain in the long term, just like the traditional diet. And a one-size-fits-all does not apply, writes Dr. Natalie Lister from the University of Sydney. The best approach for dieting is the one that a person can actually stick to as it works best for them. The consensus. Does intermittent fasting have health benefits? We had 17 experts come in on this one and it was completely uncertain. 53% to 47%. The explosion in interest in intermittent fasting goes well beyond weight loss. Many claim benefits for diabetes, cardiovascular disease, cancer, and anti-aging. Our experts agree there are not enough long-term human studies. The jury is still out, writes Dr. Richard Holt, Professor of Diabetes and Endocrinology at the University of Southampton. Whether we should recommend these intermittent fasting approaches remains debatable because it is uncertain what the long-term effects are, he writes. There have been some studies reporting benefits to brain health, longevity and cancer, but only in animals. The most striking benefits to date have only been detected in animal models, specifically mice and worms. In animals, researchers have seen a reduction in the, pro- in the progression of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease, an increase in lifespan, and a shrinkage of tumor growth, writes Dr. Brenda Burgess from the University of Buffalo. But for humans, it's too soon to tell, she writes. The problem is that animal studies rarely translate into humans. There is currently insufficient evidence to support the suggestions that intermittent fasting can delay or counteract development of diabetes, heart disease, neurological disorders like Parkinson's and cancer in humans, writes Dr. Alice Owen, an epidemiologist from Monash University.
Any improvements in general health may also be due to loss of excess weight rather than any specific effects of intermittent fasting per se, writes Dr. Ivor Ebenezer, a neuropharmacologist from the University of Portsmouth. Other experts are more skeptical of intermittent fasting health claims. 30 years ago, it was thought that eating on small plates or keeping a food diary were cures for obesity, writes Dr. Paul Ernsberger, nutritionist from Case Western Reserve University. The consensus, does fasting kill cancer? 100% no via five experts. There are all sorts of reasons why people start to intermittently fast, but one claim that travels far and wide is the idea that fasting can kill cancer cells. The video in question was on YouTube called Fasting Kills Cancer and actually had 250,000 views. Fasting does not kill cancer cells, writes Dr. Mathieu Laplante, a cancer biologist from the University of Laval in Canada. Tumors do not go away by reducing food intake, he writes. This is pure junk, not supported by any clinical evidence, he writes. Yes, frequently solid cancers prefer sugar to get energy instead of lipids or other complex molecules we introduce by eating, writes Dr. Marco Corazzari, a cancer biologist from the University of Eastern Piedmont. However, he says, unfortunately, many studies clearly indicate that fasting alone is not sufficient to kill cancer cells, he writes. The combination of fasting with chemotherapy, however, immunotherapy or other treatments is proposed to present a potentially promising new strategy to increase treatment efficiency, efficacy, prevent resistance acquisition, and reduce side effects. However, fasting per se does not kill cancer cells, writes Dr. Laplante. The consensus, does the science match the hype on intermittent fasting? The hype on intermittent fasting seems to me to be greater than the science that backs it, says Dr. Rebecca Reynolds, a nutritionist from UNSW Sydney. The science doesn't suggest that intermittent fasting is any better on the whole than traditional diets, writes Dr. Hiba Jebel, fasting researcher from the University of Sydney. Although there is some evidence on wider health benefits, there are a lot of misconceptions on the underlying mechanisms. Fasting expert Dr. Krista Varaday from the University of Illinois in Chicago. It's widely believed that intermittent and fasting exerts these benefits through inducing autophagy. Autophagy means self-eating, the process by which organisms get rid of damaged components by literally eating them, she writes. While there have been a few studies showing that fasting induces autophagy in yeast, this has never been shown in humans. It's important to remember that at present there is no method available to measure autophagy in humans. So at this stage, we can't say that the benefits of fasting seen in humans are because of autophagy, writes Dr. Varity. Longer human-based trials are needed at this stage. So when you hear miracle claims about intermittent fasting, be very skeptical as based on the world's top researchers who actually study intermittent fasting, the science is way too early. The consensus, is intermittent fasting safe? Most experts agree that it is. We've learned that the science doesn't match the hype just yet on intermittent fasting, but with such buzz on this diet, is it actually safe? No, it's not safe for everyone. It's not recommended for women trying to get pregnant, who are pregnant or who are breastfeeding for people with, with certain types of infections or severe stomach inflammation, writes Brenda Burgess from the University of Buffalo. Even healthy individuals must exercise caution when choosing to intermittently fast beyond three days, as reports indicate losses of potassium, magnesium, breakdown of muscle tissue, and reductions in metabolic rate by up to 25%, she writes. 
What about eating disorders? Can they be induced by intermittent fasting? It depends on the period of fasting as well as on the individual, writes eating disorder expert Dr. Isabel Krug from the University of Melbourne. The longer the fasting period, she writes, probably the more elevated the risk of an eating disorder. However, eating disorders are complex multifactorial illnesses. It is well known that food restriction leads to binge eating behavior, which in turn may cause purging behaviors. Hence, intermittent fasting in a more severe form could certainly be a dangerous triggering factor in an already vulnerable individual, whether they're genetically susceptible or a perfectionistic person. In conclusion, intermittent fasting should never be done without first consulting their physician, concludes Professor Marcelo Cristolofetti, an endocrinologist from Brazil. Quick answers. Do people tend to overeat during non-fasting days? Yes, but not enough to overcome the missing calories during the fasted periods. Will I lose muscle mass if I do intermittent fasting? Likely, but not strength. Is intermittent fasting bad for fertility? Maybe. Does intermittent fasting help diabetes? Not enough evidence. Is intermittent fasting useful for athletes? Probably not, but more research is needed. Top answer. Does intermittent fasting have health benefits? Dr. Leanne Olansky, an expert from the Cleveland Clinic in Endocrinology, Diabetes and Medicine, wrote, wrote a great answer. She said, uncertain. Intermittent fasting is being promoted as a way to lose weight, to get metabolic improvements such as lower blood glucose and lower blood pressure and prevent aging. The data relating the success is mixed. There's not even consensus on what constitutes intermittent fasting. Some protocol restrict eating to eight hours in a 24-hour day or 16 hours of fasting. Some suggest complete lack of caloric intake two days out of the week, while others would limit calories to 500 kilocalories per day on fasting days. Each suggests healthy food choices. It is not surprising that some devotees will lose weight and see other benefits if they are more careful about what they put in their mouths, and this may be more important than the timing. The Metafact takeaways on intermittent fasting. 1. Intermittent fasting is not superior for weight loss than other diets. Two, it may be easier for for some to maintain, others it might not be. There's no one-size-fits-all weight loss approach. Three, most studies have only been done on animals. No human evidence exists that fasting promotes autophagy or extends life. Four, the general hype doesn't match the science. More human studies are needed, so don't believe the celebrities and wellness gurus just yet. 5. Don't intermittent fast if you're pregnant or breastfeeding. And always speak to your healthcare professional when changing your diet. Thanks for listening. My name is Ben McNeil. And always remember, may the facts be with you.